Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Cobiello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, your host, and I am grateful that you've joined us, and I am hoping that my insights may inspire you. And so we are in the season of moving our initiatives forward. We are hurry-scurry. We are trying to get those results, whether you are a C-suite leader or one who is aspiring to get into the C-suite. We have so many challenges, so many opportunities to do amazing work, be rewarded, reward others for their work. And then there is a moment of self-doubt. Self-doubt is natural. It comes to all of us, for which I even had a moment of self-doubt this past weekend. So I want to share a little bit about my story because I think when I share my story with you, it can help you as well should you happen to have some of these issues. And again, I am talking to those C-suite leaders that are running a business, a business unit, or large teams. I'm speaking to you because I know you're successful, but even the best of us have some self-doubt. And the C-suite leader of tomorrow who is working very, very hard on their craft, maybe you are starting to supervise and manage teams, maybe some initiatives that are not just regional and global, and you do also have self-doubt, for which I want to give you the tools for you to be able to thrive. But a little bit about me, I'll share what happened to me this weekend. I was at a wedding for which I was so grateful to spend time with relatives. I lived life. I took lots of pictures, drank, ate, danced, and simply enjoyed the company with my husband, Dan, who also drove nine hours there to New Jersey from Ohio and nine hours back. And it was an amazing road trip with great music. But also during this time, I spent some time with my son's father-in-law discussing business, and he was sincerely interested in what I had to say and how things were going. But it also cast a shadow of self-doubt for which I welcomed his caring thoughts based on his experience. But I also was wondering if I had the right vision and have I made the right choices. And there, Again, I was happy. I thanked him and said I would think about it. But then I spent many, many hours in the car wondering, what should I change or change nothing? And so (laughs) that's my story on self-doubt. I will share a little bit at the end of this episode about where did I land (laughs) when it came to that self-doubt. But now I just want to turn to you because, again, these episodes are about you and your specific situations and how are you feeling? And maybe, just maybe, I can impart not just from my story some of the insights, but maybe some tips to help manage when you have self-doubt. So first, I just want to ask you a quick question. How are you feeling? (laughs) Are you feeling joyous for the work that you're accomplishing? Or do you also have a little bit of doubt on whether you can get the work done, on whether you can lead others? And just know both can 
coexist. Both joy for the great work that you have done and the doubt (laughs) for the work that's yet to be done or you're in the process of doing. It's always good to check in with yourself. So again, I ask you, how are you feeling? And if things are going well, both at work and at home, then just soak that in and enjoy it. Really, really, really remember it because we take it for granted. And when we're not feeling well, it is good to remember those times when we are successful and we have realized great joy in what we're doing and knowing that we can achieve it in the future and it lifts you up. But if you're feeling doubt, let's continue the conversation. So we talk about CEOs with self-doubt. They are put on a pedestal for which we have high expectations based on their past successes and expectations to do the same. Again, even if you're not in the C-suite yet, we depend on you for miracles (laughs) or at least work, work, work to get those results. And I will say, and I know from personal experience, it is a lonely place and you may not even know that you're mastering these skills with confidence. But a few well-placed questions I'm going to ask you to actually see how you're feeling and maybe we can get you through if you have some doubts. So a few questions I want to ask you is, where do you see the opportunities? Where could you use some help? What frustrates you? If you had all the time or resources, how would you apply them? Do you feel like the organization is on the right path? Do you feel like you're on the right path? And the reason why I ask you these questions is just to slow you down a little bit. When you have these feelings of self-doubt, how to dissect them. So I'm asking you a few questions to try to find the source of where this doubt is coming from, for which then you can break it down into bite-sized pieces and work through how you're feeling and what can you do. So I'll repeat it again. Where do you see opportunities in the organization? Where could you use some help? What frustrates you? If you had all the time or resources, how would you apply them? Do you feel like the organization's on the right path? And do you feel like you're on the right path? They may not be the same thing. And I've asked these of many CEOs and C-suite leaders for which the opportunity is looking at their body language and how they respond. They may look down and around and off into the distance and their facial expressions are in control, but inside you feel helplessness. They can articulate the symptoms, but they cannot see the solution. And this is where I come in as a sounding board to hear what is not said and to see what they cannot see. It's a skill that comes with being a good listener and to be able to paint a picture in your mind of what the real issue is. So again, I ask these questions all the time of C-suite leaders, and I look and see how they express it, even with the facade of confidence. It's being able to listen to them and yourself. But let's come back to it. In one particular case, they talked about the negative impact that they were feeling from customers. The customers were getting irritable. They were starting to talk about leaving. Yet when I asked some of these questions and I looked at their body language, the opportunity was really in how they managed the talent and the organization. 
and stabilize processes and metrics for them to achieve their performance. Again, the symptom is the customers were irritated, but the root cause was then what are we doing to set our people up for success? Let's focus on those leading indicators of people training, people performance to be able to close those gaps. And I promise you, the customers will feel it. And so again, listening deeply to what they're saying, and yes, we had to deal with the frustrated customers, but working on the talent in the organization is what they need. And with that, when we started focusing on that, the doubt started going away. And in another case where I work with the later, they could manage the day-to-day, but had no skills to prevent issues from occurring. So like Groundhog Day, it was destined to repeat itself. So day in and day out, they would be grounded in just surviving. In another one, in one more, the leader did not know how to connect with their teams, and then they realized we needed a deputy to close those gaps in order to be able to have that connectivity and compensate for their strengths. Again, I was in wonderment about this leader, why they didn't have more presence in the organization, and we were realizing a lot of conflict. But when we saw that that was not their strength, they were a great leader. But to fill a gap where they didn't have strengths was the way and the way I operated with them in order to close the gaps and bring that confidence back to that leader. So in all of these cases, the CEO or C-suite leader was feeling self-doubt and did not have a framework to evaluate and remove that self-doubt. It only came when they had a partner to discuss the symptoms and help formulate a path forward and address the root causes. I know I make it sound so easy. Doubt is an emotional thing. It's a physical thing. But I'm an engineer. I'm a process person. I like to break things down, to break the cycle of self-doubt and give you back the power to be able to manage it and move through it. So given that time is precious now. And I could do one-on-one coaching with you. I want to give you a framework now that helps you manage that self-doubt. I wanted to take a moment to remind you that a recent study showed nearly 60% of leaders feel depleted at the end of the day. And this feeling is a key indicator of burnout and makes it difficult to lead and inspire others. If you've ever experienced that restless exhaustion, you know why CEOs are amongst the most likely candidates for experiencing job frustration. I wrote The CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track, to confront those feelings and create a plan that is sustainable for you and your organization. I created a seven-point assessment that will help you figure out your problems in days, not months. And it includes so many resources, worksheets, videos, and much, much more. If this is you, please head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on my products, The CEO's Compass, and order yours on Amazon or other outlets. And now, back to the conversation. And so, here's the framework for helping CEOs and aspiring C-suite leaders manage that self-doubt. It is not rocket science, but unless you take the time to hear and approach and consider it against your situation and start thinking about possibilities, you are going to be stuck in a place that is not productive. So let's get started with the first step. Awareness. Why do you feel this way? So if you're feeling 
self-doubt right now, just ask yourself, why do you feel this way? This is the most important step is to have that self-awareness. If you're working hard, you're not getting the results, you're leaving meetings frustrated, and you're starting to doubt your capability, you need to stop and get off the hamster wheel and just pause and reflect and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And then, Think about some other questions that I'm going to ask you. Did someone ever question your decision for which it has imparted self-doubt on you? Are you not getting the results you expected? If not, okay, let's acknowledge that. Did you deviate from your plans and now don't know how to get through it? It's possible we had a well-laid-out strategy and then we got caught up in a crisis at work and you cannot find your way back and you are seeing the results not performing. So did you ever deviate from your plans for which maybe you need to get back on track? Now, these are just a few questions, but I want you to think about your situation. If you're feeling doubt, it is good to know you feel it and you're aware of it. And just try to figure out when did it start coming? Where did it come from? Is it relevant? Can you take action on it? So the good news is that you're aware and now you can do something about it. Self-doubt is a superpower showing you a high level of awareness and willingness to listen and learn. Again, I'm a positive, positive Debbie, not a Debbie Downer. I turn everything into a positive. If you're feeling self-doubt, listen to that. That is a good thing. And awareness is powerful. So the next step, action. What actions can you take to either confirm a gap that needs to be changed or maybe change nothing? Maybe this is just part of the process. You're doing something new and innovative. It's never been done before. People are poking holes, asking you questions. Maybe you're experimenting, not getting the results. But if you are clear that what you're doing is the right thing to do, then that self-doubt is that little check-in to see if you're on track and validate you are. However, if you're not on track and you don't have that clarity, action. Does the person or entity who question you have important points that you can take an action against. Investigate it, research it, consider something about what they said. Next question, if you're not getting the results you expected to, you need to change or stay the course. Too often leaders will make changes based on only a few data points rather than letting all the processes mature and come into alignment to get the results. This takes courage to stand up and say, if we do all three of these things at once, they will converge and get the results we want. So be courageous, keep your teams engaged. The self-doubt was good, but let's move forward. Again, another action, if you've deviated from your plans, can you get some help to get you back on track? A short plug here, I am the drop-in CEO. I can be your sounding board. I can be that person that partners with you to assure you what you're doing is right, or what actions you can take, maybe even partner with you on the initiative to help you get back on track. Again, self-doubt leads to awareness, leads to action. And once you've identified those actions, can you, or with some support, make the changes to get back on track? Again, we are just breaking this down into bite-sized pieces. If you had the doubt, where is the doubt coming from? What action can you take? Now, action's one thing, but the third piece is accountability. 
Because so often, again, I see it, you get caught up in the emails, the open door policy, the firefighting, the salesperson calling, calling the upset customer. (laughs) It's a lot and you have to deal with it. But you do need some accountability. In my past episodes, I have talked a lot about accountability. I need accountability because there's so much I need to do, make course corrections, et cetera. And I'll go into what I'm doing as well. But accountability, once you've decided to take action, how are you going to manage them to completion? And so a few ideas, manage them in your calendar or establish daily habits. You can always take a small step every single day, even if it takes 25 steps to get through an action that was spawned by some self-doubt. Move an inch forward every day. And also, if you want some accountability, enlist the support from your admin or great support person on your team or even a business coach. Just lean on somebody. There are people there rooting for you. If you just ask for a little bit of help, I am sure they are going to want to jump in and support you. So let's summarize. When you have the awareness, you can take an action and be accountable to completion. Little by little, the self-doubt will go away. And you simply realize each of these challenges are an opportunity to evolve as a leader. I often think about the British show called Doctor Who. And I remember at the end of a season, the Doctor Who would regenerate into a completely different persona. It was still the doctor at his core, but they would appear as an old person, a young person, male or female, different ethnicities. But each time they regenerated, they came forward as evolved and better. And so I believe that self-doubt can lead to the regeneration of who you are as a leader. You're the same person, but you have gained new skills, new awareness, new insights to continue to do your purposeful work. So I'm going to take it back over to my side a little bit and start bringing this in. Now, I realize on my side, again, I told you I had a lot of self-doubt this weekend as we were driving back from New Jersey to Ohio. I realized I'd done so many things, and by the evidence of the community telling me that I'm doing the right things, I know I'm having an impact. But from a business perspective, how can I expand my reach and resulting revenue? I have that awareness, and I can take some action, and for which I am going to. Now, one of my guiding principles, and you've heard me talk about this, was to invest in my business, increase my reach, and invest in my well-being. Well, increasing my reach, I've done quite well, but is there something I can do even more of to have a greater impact? Now, I love this virtual world, you and I talking. I love Zoom calls, but it's not enough, even though I do connect quite well with you one-on-one, but I'm going to be increasing my video capability to be able to put it out there in the world and connect with you on a more two-dimensional level when we speak on calls or even maybe on YouTube. And the next thing I'm doing, I know so many of you in my community, but I want to meet you face-to-face. I want to meet some of those business owners. Maybe we haven't worked together. I am planning a road trip to two or three major cities over the next three months so I can meet with people one-on-one, increase my reach, build that trust and that relationship, and maybe 
just maybe, we will find ways of being able to support each other. So stay tuned for the list of those cities I'll be visiting soon as I try to connect with those business leaders. I also want to connect with you. You're my audience. I care about you. I want to meet you face-to-face, build that trust, continue that networking, and you never know how we might be able to support each other. And so I want you to take some time to think about what I have talked about. Again, creating that awareness, that action, and that accountability to close some of those gaps. But I want you to write these things down. I want you to take personal ownership of those self-doubts that you might be having and what can you do to take action and hold yourself accountable. And I will also emphasize, if you're good at this, Maybe you're one of the lucky ones that doesn't have self-doubt. Maybe you see it in the people around you, the people that you manage, maybe a colleague over there to the right or to the left. Look around right now and see who is having this issue. Could you provide a resource for them? Maybe the insights from this conversation that we've just had, share it with them. Because if you lift them, you lift the collective lift everybody, we can move forward together. When we remove these obstacles, such as self-doubt from the people around us, think about how much more we can accomplish and do more of the things we want to do versus working so hard in our day-to-day job. And so I care about you to help you, but let's all care about everybody else and lift everybody and maybe even share this podcast with them. And so, as I always say, when I bring these to a conclusion, tag, you're it. It's your time to take action and do something not only for yourself, but maybe for somebody in your community. Do something in the next day or next week. Tell somebody what you're doing. Share it with somebody if you happen to have some success where you had a flighting moment of self-doubt. But what did you do to be resilient, adapt, move forward, take an action, be accountable, and move through that emotion that much quicker? Share it with somebody. Let them know what your successes are. Maybe it will rub off and inspire others. But if you need a little bit of extra help, I am here for you. I would love for you to join me once a month. Actually, I offer it twice a month to accommodate people on the East Coast, West Coast, the middle of the country to my Drop-In CEO Collective. If this is something that you're interested in learning how to network better, to receive some educational tips to help you navigate your career, maybe send somebody on your team to it to check it out. And maybe it's something of value. Go to my website, dropinceo.com and click on products and you will find the Drop-In Collective to register for our next meeting. And also find me on LinkedIn. It's me. It's me out there posting all that content, trying to inspire you. But I also love when you connect with me. Let's have a complimentary conversation, learn about each other, see where our expertise cross paths. Maybe I can impart some wisdom with you and create some value. And hopefully it will help you struggle less and navigate with confidence. I just want to see everybody out there succeed. And so with that, and I know it was rapid, I had to get through this rather quickly so I can connect with another person shortly. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Tell others, share this with people so that we can all be part of the Drop-In CEO community, be able to navigate challenges with confidence, even that self-doubt, lift others, and simply enjoy the time that we have. So with that, I wish you well and much success. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. 
If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.